welcome to the King's Coming Soon podcast, which is produced by Dominion Media. This is episode 175. Our focus is on national and global news events. My name is Cherub. Please stay with us. You are invited to join us on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays for the podcast The King is Coming Soon via the website thekingiscomingsoon.com and on a number of platforms. I'll tell you about them later. Here we examine geopolitical realities on their way. Our segments are White House Roundup Israel and the Middle East news highlights, and we also have updates from the Kingdom of Heaven, our devotional. This week, our special focus continues on the series on kings, their accountability to God. Today's scripture text is taken from the book of First Kings, chapter 9, Verses 2 to 8. That the Lord appeared to Solomon the second time, as he had appeared to him at Gibeon. And the Lord said to him, I have heard your prayer and your supplication that you have made before me. I have consecrated this house which you have built to put my name there for ever and my eyes and my heart will be there perpetually. Now, if you walk before me as your father David walked in integrity of heart and in uprightness, to do according to all that I have commanded you, and if you keep my statutes and my judgments, then I will establish the throne of your kingdom over Israel forever, as I promised David your father, saying, You shall not fail to have a man on the throne of Israel, but if you or your sons at all turn from following me and do not keep my commandments, and my statutes, which I have set before you, but go and serve other gods and worship them. Then I will cut off Israel from the land which I have given them, and this house which I have consecrated for my name I will cast out of my sight. Israel will be a proverb and a byword among all peoples. This text is read from the New King James Version. We definitely see that in this season, as well as in the past, a job approval usually comes with terms and conditions, often called the job description. The company or the government hiring individuals expect that these protocols be adhered to. 
Well, God himself has given guidelines for us who are privileged to work for him. He has given us the pros and the cons. He has set before us blessings and curses, life and death. We cannot escape making choices. We are to choose freely. In today's devotional, we'll be focusing our attention on Solomon. Did you really need to marry these many women for peace? When the Lord had already instructed you not to do so. Please stay tuned. This is the week of a series on kings their accountability to God. We'll take a break to tell you of one of the churches that has endorsed our program today. Our first segment comes to you with the compliments of the Charlotte Street Wesleyan Church in Georgetown, Guyana, South America. The pastors are Reverend Dr. Eldon Anderson and Reverend Charmin McLean. The church is located between Light and Cumming Streets in Georgetown. They meet for fellowship on Sunday mornings in church at 8 a.m., and on Wednesday evenings via the web on Zoom at 7 p.m. for Bible study. To contact Charlotte Street, as the church has become known, please call the following numbers 592-225-6553 or 592-223-7180. Charlotte Street is a hospitable and compassionate congregation. Please make plans to attend this week. Welcome back to the podcast. The King is coming soon. This is episode number 175. Our focus is on national and global news events. In our first segment, White House Roundup, on Monday, September 20th, National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan held meetings with the President of Angola, reported the White House. Accordingly, Mr. Sullivan met with the Angolan president to reinforce strong bilateral relations between the United States and Angola. Furthermore, the National Security Advisor reaffirmed the U.S. support in resuming the U.S.-Angola strategic dialogue as the centerpiece of the U.S. engagement. Sullivan also emphasized U.S.'s commitment to working with Angola to advance their shared interests in economic ties, combating the COVID-19 pandemic, and regional 
and maritime security for the benefit of the American and Angolan people. In other news from the White House, President Joseph Biden traveled to New York on Monday for the United Nations General Assembly, which commences on Tuesday. The United Nations will commemorate the 75th year of its founding as a premier international organization, which was established following World War II. On a platform to promote international peace and security, women's rights, the rights of the child, and so forth. This year, the feature subject will be COVID-19 and the global community's strategies to combat this problem. We'll take our second break. In this segment, we flag the Christian Friends of Israel, CFI, that is based in Jerusalem. CFI has partnered with a number of groups in Israel, such as the Israel Defense Forces, IDF, the Holocaust survivors, and those on Aliyah from Ethiopia and Russia. Additionally, CFI publishes newsletters and other devotional materials on a regular basis. The leaders and co-founders, Sharon and Ray Saunders, continue to do their work despite the current pandemic. CFI welcomes your prayers for the peace of Jerusalem and for the work of this organization. To learn more about CFI, you are invited to visit their website, cfijerusalem.org. Welcome back to the Dominion Media, The King is Coming Soon podcast. Our focus today is on national and global news events. In our second segment, Israel and the Middle East news highlights, the Israel Ministry of Foreign Affairs reported Israel's Prime Minister Naftali Bennett on Friday last spoke on the first anniversary of the Abraham Accords. Prime Minister Bennett argued that the State of Israel welcomes the signing of the strategic agreements between it and the United Arab Emirates, UAE, and Bahrain. The Israeli Prime Minister elaborated that these unprecedented agreements are a new chapter in the history of peace in the Middle East. He stressed that he would like to thank the leadership of the UAE and of Bahrain for the courage and the daring that enabled the establishment of diplomatic relations and the American administration which tirelessly led, supported and mediated the success 
of this agreement, submitted Prime Minister Bennett. The Israeli Prime Minister further stated, Relations between the countries are only at their beginning and are already bearing much fruit. He concluded that the government of Israel, under his leadership, will continue to implement the agreements while striving for a stable, secure and prosperous Middle East for the future of their children. You may recall, the Abraham Accords were signed at the White House on September 15, 2020 by Israel, the UAE, Bahrain and the United States. You are listening to the podcast by Dominion Media. The King is coming soon. We are examining national and global news events. Today, we feature the e-book version of the book, Devotional, for today's Women of Faith. Users of e-books can access the book via Amazon, Apple iBook, Nook, Kobo, and of other platforms at the affordable price of $9.99. Please access your e-copy today as well as the hardcover version of the same book via Amazon.com. This book relates to the real-life experiences of women and men in our era. Finally, in segment three, we will look at updates from the Kingdom of Heaven. This week, we are focusing on a series on kings, their accountability to God. Before we continue, let's have a quick review of today's news. United Nations General Assembly commences on Tuesday. Thus, President Biden traveled to New York on Monday, and meantime, bilateral meetings are already on the way. U.S.-Angola meeting was held by U.S. National Security Advisor and the President of Angola. Internationally, the Israel Ministry of Foreign Affairs reported Israel's Prime Minister Naftali Bennett on Friday last, spoke on the first anniversary of the Abraham Accords. The Accords were signed in Washington, D.C. on September 15, 2020. Welcome to our devotional. All week, we'll be looking at a series on kings, their accountability to God. On Monday, we will focus on Solomon. Did you really need to marry these many women for peace when the Lord had already instructed you not to do so? On Wednesday, it will be the fate of the kingdom on the Rehoboam. Solomon's son, the king did not listen to the people. Likewise, on Friday, the Lord wills, our special guest speaker will share with us on Jeroboam, the first king of Israel 
in the divided kingdom, turned to idols instead of the God of his fathers. God gives a sign of the altar. Let's begin today's discussion. We're looking at Solomon and his many wives. Solomon made a treaty with Pharaoh, king of Egypt, and married Pharaoh's daughter. Then he brought her to the city of David until he had finished building his own house and the house of the Lord and the wall all around Jerusalem. This text is taken from the book of 1 Kings chapter 3, verse 1. We'll also read another scripture text. Let's read. But King Solomon loved many foreign women, as well as the daughter of Pharaoh, women of the Moabites, Ammonites, Edomites, Sidetians, and Hittites, from the nations of whom the Lord had said to the children of Israel, You shall not intermarry with them, nor they with you. Surely they will turn away your hearts after their gods. Solomon clung to these in love, and he had seven hundred wives, princesses, and three hundred concubines, and his wives turned away his heart. For it was so, when Solomon was old, that his wives turned his heart after other gods, and his heart was not loyal to the Lord his God, as was the heart of his father David. For Solomon went after Ashereth, the goddess of the Sidetians, and after Milcom, the abomination of the Ammonites. Solomon did evil in the sight of the Lord, and did not fully follow the Lord as did his father David. Then Solomon built a high place for Chemosh, the abomination of Moab, on the hill that is east of Jerusalem, and for Molech, the abomination of the people of Ammon. And he did likewise for all his foreign wives, who burned incense and sacrificed to their gods. This scripture text is taken from the book of First Kings, Chapter 11, verses 1 to 8. Solomon acceded to the throne of his father David as a young man. David himself tells us that his son, the new king, was young. Let's turn to the book of First Chronicles, chapter 29, verse 1. And it goes like this. Furthermore, King David said to all the assembly, my son Solomon, whom alone God has chosen, is young and inexperienced, and the work is great, because the temple is not for man, but for the Lord God. 
Now Solomon was loved by the Lord, and the scripture also noted that he also loved the Lord. Let's read this text from 1 Kings chapter 3, verse 3. And Solomon loved the Lord, walking in the statutes of his father David, except that he sacrificed and burned incense at the high places. Having set the scene, we see King Solomon who followed the 40-year rulership of his father, King David. He was aware of the palace intrigue. He was born by the time his father and his advisers, wives and the children fled the city from his brother Absalom, who wanted to usurp the throne of his father, King David. Absalom died in a fight against David's army. So here's Solomon in peacetime. He makes peace treaties to further strengthen the peace the kingdom of Israel was already enjoying. This peace was promised by the Lord in order to preserve his hands from blood so he could build the Lord's temple. Before he, Solomon, was anointed king, David urged him on multiple occasions to be faithful to the Lord, the God of Israel. Please let's read from the book of 1 Kings chapter 2, verses 1 to 4. Now the days of David drew near that he should die, and he charged Solomon his son, saying, I go the way of all the earth. Be strong, therefore, and prove yourself a man, and keep the charge of the Lord your God, to walk in his ways, to keep his statutes, his commandments, his judgments, and his testimonies, as it is written in the law of Moses, that you may prosper in all that you do, and wherever you turn, that the Lord may fulfill his word which he spoke concerning me, saying, If your sons take heed to their way to walk before me in truth with all their heart and with all their soul, he said, You shall not lack a man on the throne of Israel. Solomon received his job description. He was to remain loyal to God and to build the house of God, the temple. He did complete the temple, but faithfulness to God? That's another matter. However, before he commenced work on the temple, Solomon made a treaty with Pharaoh, king of Egypt. Furthermore, he marries the king's daughter. Afterwards, over the next several years, he marries more foreign women, many women who worshipped idols instead of the God of Israel. No, there are no accounts that they repented and turned to serve the God of Israel. 
the true and living God. Thus, the wisest man on earth, King Solomon, was entrapped by his love for foreign women, who, in the days of his old age, got him to divide his loyalty to the God of Israel, and thus he set up abominations all across the land, God's homeland, and brought on board God's wrath. The man contended with one thousand women and princesses in his love life. Seven hundred of them were wives and princesses, and three hundred were concubines. This was obviously a very unwise decision for one who was wise. So what can we learn from today's devotional? In our reflections, I shared with you how God has given us the pros and cons. We must choose freely. We were given that inherent right. Here, King Solomon made numerous choices. He was warned. He made his decision and now he has received the consequences. The kingdom will now be divided in two. Let's pray. Abba Father who art in heaven, you are the great king of Israel. You have set us aside to be a holy people, a temple of the Lord. Now, Lord, you have also determined and shared with us what is pleasing to you. You have let us know what's right and what's wrong, what are the blessings and the curses. We are the ones given the ability to leverage choices. No, animals do not have this power of self-determination. Our Father, you made us in your image and likeness. You did not design us to be robots, machines or hybrids. As a consequence, we will face your judgments. We must and will be required to give accountability of our time here on earth to you. Therefore, help us not to let the God of this world, Satan, rule over us or deceive us. But instead, help us to stand and pledge allegiance to the Lamb of God, the Son of God, our Lord and Saviour, Jesus Christ. Therefore, lead us not into temptation, for your honour and your glory. Help us to hear your voice and obey your instructions. In Jesus' name, Amen. You are listening to the podcast by Dominion Media. The King is coming soon. This is episode number 175. In closing, we would like to say thank you for staying with us. You can find the King is Coming Soon podcast via multiple platforms, namely Anchor, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Google Podbeans, Spotify, Stitcher, Pocket Casts, 
Pandora, Radio Public, Instagram, Twitter and on the website thekingiscomingsoon.com Please advertise with us for a great price. Kindly fill out your request form on the website thekingiscomingsoon.com I'd like to thank our sponsors. Thanks also to Okerch for his handy work sounding the shofar. I have been your presenter, Cherub. Jesus, Yeshua, is coming soon. See you next time. Shalom. <laughs>